Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. Again, yes, again for another fun-filled, family-friendly. In memoriam of Her Majesty. Yes, <laughs> goddamn it. In memoriam of Her Sweet, Sweet Majesty. People are waiting in line for fucking twenty-four hours to go see that bitch right now. Oh, to go see the body? Yeah. Oh shit. If I'm gonna wait that long, there better be a fucking Dracula in that coffin casket. I gotta tell you. The open casket? Mm, I don't know if it's open. You see the box where her body you is? You just see the box, I think. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, that must be nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess it's something that you do if you're British. You just go wait in that line yeah. or something, and then you get you to look think at think about the... what you've done. I get that. Huh? Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty exciting yeah. to um, be British and have a queen, I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least it, it kind of makes you feel like part of something right <laughs> like you know we, we we did the thing that we still used to do and uh here we are doing yeah. it still actually they don't really do the thing that they used to do they just kind of keep those people around so they can be like you used to call all the shots and now you really don't but right. we're still going to give you a bunch of money just for like being yeah. around yeah very it's very odd it's pretty odd and it's kind of like some wwe type shit you know where it's like this weird like cosplay and like everyone's oh, yeah. kind of like buys into it like it's real but then everyone knows it's not also like everyone knows everyone knows maybe like kids don't know but they even kind of know but especially the people that are the most involved in it are the ones that know the most that it's not real yeah you know what i mean like the the um, hulk hogan knew it wasn't real all the way through what right you know what i mean yeah like, of course he's, he's the king Right, no, no, no. The, yeah, the people who are doing it on, from the inside, they know more than anyone else how, how not real it is. But uh, but even the fans, you know, they, the fans can like kind of booze booze up and and yeah, they pretend. try to they try to lose that um that thing, yeah. you know, that um that that connection with reality. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. You know, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of freeing. You know, once you kind of get behind it, you just like. You know, I'm just going to deconnect from reality, and it's just going to make things um, a lot nicer. Yeah. You know? Um, and I don't know if it's like deconnecting from reality or just kind of like minding your own um, business in a way. You know? Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. Minding your own business. That's a good way of looking at or it. Just, or, just, <laughs> or just tending the sheep that you can catch. Yeah. That, that sort of deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Some of the sheep the wolf got, and you just got to let those fuckers go. Just you know what I'm saying? Just kind of surround the sheep that you can keep an eye on and shepherd those. Yeah. Yeah. And then just don't worry about the rest of this. The don't worry. They're not your sheep. Whose sheep are they? I don't know. Well, I promised to have a great topic <coughs> for this, and I don't. Oh. Well, um, that's okay. I'm still doing research. Oh. I was going to do... Um, what the fuck happened in 1971? Oh. Year I was born. Oh, cool. But um, 
<coughs> the website is absolutely huge. I mean, yeah. seriously, like I have not even scrolled through half of the graphs and shit on yeah. it of all the things that started to go bad in 1971. <laughs> so, um, why is it all just bad? It's all bad, dude. Is it is bad? all bad. Everything from <coughs> everything. I well, mean, the like, 70s were rough. You name it. It yeah. all fucking took a fucking shit, like the year I was born. Was Nixon in office? Yes. Okay. Yes. That was the year that he got, um, that he got, um, impeached impeached oh wow yeah so that was that was a part of it oh, you wow. know again, okay. like vietnam war kind of came to an end that was the right. big turning point of that sort of thing okay. too or all of like the um that village that was just destroyed by the marines and all that stuff came to light and all of that crashed and yeah you know i mean altamont speedway concert was not that year but that's about the only thing that yeah. is like kind of that turning point of culture in the late 60s early 70s that didn't happen in 1971 hmm. You know, the hippies gave way to heavy metal. Um, yeah, just kind of a generally a darker vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, marijuana gave way to cocaine. You know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. It all kind of turned, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. It was the hangover from the 60s. Yeah. But yeah. we're we're going to get into it deeply and just get really depressed one of these days here when we've got okay. some batteries to do that. But I've got a little fun thing to do today. Sure. And I know that we're, we're feeling a little a little tired, so we might yeah. only do just like one episode this week or maybe do a little music episode next yeah. or something nice and, nice and light, yeah. you know. But I do have a kind of a fun brain teaser for oh, you. Okay. Um, now, the smartest person that ever lived, supposedly, mm-hmm. is this woman from... St. Louis with her last name. It's like Marilyn Savant was her name. Oh, her name is Savant? Savant, yeah. Voss Voss Savant. Is that why they call them Savants? No. No, it just happened to be like a weird coincidence that that is the way it went. Um, But no, it was not... um, it was not planned that she was going to be smart with that last name. It just hmm. kind of turned out. Interesting. But she took an inter- intelligence test when she was like 10, mm-hmm. and she came back as having like an intellect of like a 25-year-old at that, at that age. Wow. And so she took several different tests, and she has the highest recorded um, IQ that has been recorded as far as that goes, like at 240 or something like that. Whoa. Um, Crazy. But she didn't have any like special childhood or anything pretty much nondescript life until Mm -hmm. she went to new york Mm -hmm. and started to do started to write in new york and she kind of got a couple lucky breaks and she had like for years a column called ask marilyn i think her name was marilyn marilyn savant Mm -hmm. um ask marilyn and um that people would send in questions because she was supposedly the smartest person in the world or whatever right so there is, this was all going great for many years, and then there, then came the question, and I'm going to give you the question and see if you get it right, because oh. this is a question that she answered um, when someone posed it to her, mm-hmm. and she got it correct. Okay, sure. And thousands and thousands of people wrote back to tell her that she was wrong, and this included like most of like the major like mathematicians and scientists and stuff in the country okay didn't get this right all right so all right interesting are you ready are you ready for the question it's and a the, math and question it's, it's 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 a probability question okay sure okay yeah. it's it's the monty hall problem if you're familiar with monty hall no are you familiar with the the game show let's make a deal uh vaguely vaguely okay yeah. 
let's just destri- describe this scenario then. Okay, there are three. You are a contestant on 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 the game show. Okay. Okay. There is a v- delightful Lincoln Continental behind one of these three doors, mm. and behind the other two doors okay. are stinky, smelly goats. Oh, gross! Right? Yeah. Okay. So Monty Hall, as you look at these three, look at these three doors, mm-hmm. right? And they ask you to pick one of the doors. Mm. Okay. So, for example, you pick door number one. Okay. Okay. So Monty Hall says, okay, you've picked door number one. He looks back up at the stage, and Monty Hall knows what's going on. And he has the his Vanna White or whatever his or her name was in that show. Mm-hmm. Open the door to door number three. Right? Okay. Door number three opens, and there's a goat. Okay, sure. Okay. So he's like, would you like to stay with your choice of door number one, or would you like to switch your choice to door number two? The question that she answered correctly that everybody else got wrong mm-hmm. was... Which of those, which, is it, is it a better deal to choose door number two, or is it the same probability to stay with door number one? I choose door number two. Okay, explain why. (laughs) Um, uh, Because... That's that's absolutely the right choice. It is? Yes. Okay, so... But you've got to tell me why. Okay, because um, your probability, it's something like with probabilities where you've, you've narrowed, you first narrowed the choice out of three by picking one. So that's one out of three. One out of three. Right. And then so now the probability becomes 50-50 or something, or like it's like. You know, it's like one or two. That would be 50-50. Right. So there would be no benefit of switching your doors if it was 50-50. Right. Okay. So it's not 50-50 then. Right. But for some reason that I don't, can't explain. Well, let's look at it this way. Okay. Let's, let's look at it this way. You're on the Monty Hall program, but it's like a multidimensional thing and they've got a lot of doors. They've got a hundred doors. Okay. Right? And they're like, you pick one door that has the Oldsmobile behind it. The rest of them all have goats. Mm-hmm. So you pick door number one again. Right? Okay. So Monty Hall looks up at the stage and he's and he opens. There's 99 doors left that are shut. Right? Mm-hmm. So he opens 98 of those doors and they all have goats in them. Okay. Right? So you can either keep with door number one or have the one door that's not been opened that you don't know whether it has a goat or not in it. Right. So which one of those two doors is the better cha- the better choice? Uh, door number two? Obviously, because like he's eliminating 98 of the 100 doors. Right. Right. So, like, but you're, it's still one of the two that you've chosen. Again, it it it's it's not though. That's what everybody said. That's what everybody argued. Right. Because really, it's ninety nine to one. 
right? And he's showing you that 98 of those are are what what they are. Mm-hmm. So you still have a 99 to to one chance with a hundred doors mm-hmm. that you've got the um, car on the other one. With if, your... No, if you switch to two. Uh-oh. Because they've taken 99 out of 100 of those things, and they've shown you 98 of them. Right. And so either you've picked exactly correctly out of 100, you've picked exactly correctly out of one out of 100 mm-hmm. randomly. Okay. I see. Or yeah. there, that, that one door that wasn't opened out of the 99 of 100 has the car behind it. Right. So, like, if you switch to door number two in that scenario, you have a 99 to 1 chance that the the car is behind the door. Gotcha. But if there's only three doors, it's it's not as great, but it's a 1 in 3 chance versus a 2 in 3 chance. Because mm. essentially what you're doing is you're, like, you're if you split them into two groups, like the Lincoln Con- Continental is in one of these two groups, right? It's either in the group that has one door or it's in the group that has two doors. Okay. I right. See. Right. And though, and then he's taking the the the, the two thirds of the chances of where the uh, of where the uh, the Oldsmobile is, and he's removing one of those. Mm-hmm. So that's still two thirds of the options. Right. But you know that one of them. You know, what I'm saying you know that at least one of them's a goat. Yeah. So you have way better chances that the other one is going to be the car. And now, is that because? Your first choice was so blind that, pro- like, due to probability, changing it, no matter what, will give you better odds. Because, like, because it, you're making a random choice out of one out of three, right? And right, then, right, and then, uh, and, which was blind, and now you see that w- that door doesn't have the car. And so changing it in that instance will actually up your odds or something? Yes, because one side is if you if you don't open any of the doors, right? Right. And you pick one and then you have two doors that are empty, right? Mm-hmm. There's two two out of three chances that the car is on that side of the uh, uh on on the two door side and a one out of three chances that the car is on the side that you picked. Yeah. Okay. And that stays true even after they open the door. Right. So there's still two doors on one side and one door on the other side, and you know one of the doors is not viable, but it's still two out of three chances that you have the car behind that side rather yeah. than the other side. Right. So if he hadn't opened one of the on one of those doors, it would still be one out of three. Right. But at that point, you know that it's two out of three because uh, oh, I see, I see. You're just you're just narrowing down the the bigger section the bigger subset right down to just one option but mm. you're still getting all of the probability of that set right so now so probabilistically probabilistically that's a word you basically up your chances by guessing again you double your chances you double by, your you chance, double your chances by changing the door by changing the door because now your odds are higher Yes. That you will get it right. You've been able to switch sides. You've been able to switch from picking like one out of three to picking two out of three. Right. And if they would have asked you, if Monty Hall would have said, well, you know, there's a car behind one of these three doors, you can either choose one door 
and see if the car's behind it, or you can choose two doors and see if the car's behind either of those two, mm. you're obviously going to pick the two doors and check right. behind both of those because right. it's two to three. Right. And that's essentially what you're doing if you switch sides. Uh, I see. It's just that one of the doors has already been opened. Yeah. And that messes with the mind and makes it makes you think that it's one-to-one. Right. That there's this isn't a choice anymore, right? And right. if you just totally eliminate the memory and that the third, the third, the third door ever existed, then it is one to one after mm-hmm. that. But that's not the situation, right? You can't just discount that first door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bizarre, but yeah, that makes sense. Bizarre. And that it did make sense if from like a gut instinct to that's kind of what I was going off of. Like I didn't have like a logic math. Of, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I was like, I ah, switch because that's also like not what I. That's like going against what I think. That's not that's not using logic. That's no. not using logic at all, though, Spetty. No, I know. It's like just counterintuitively guessing. No, but it's going against. Yeah, that's why I said there's no logic to it. Right. I got it right. Right. Because I'm like, but it was kind of because of the preface. I think. Too. I think so. Yeah. You know, you were like, well, all the math people, all the people who were like, hmm. So, like, you just said, oh, well, I'm just going to go. Whatever my first inclination is is probably wrong. Yeah. And then we'll go with the other, the other the, 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 the murkier of to the two yeah, like, why would I, like, it doesn't make logical sense to me yet why I would change it. That must be it. Because I don't understand. <laughs> but you do get it now. I do get it now, but it's still... It's it's heady enough to the point where I can see why math people would be like, no, you know what I mean? Like what? Like you're it's now you have 50 50 like you there's no like changing. It doesn't affect your odds, but it really does in a weird way. Well, again, like uh, it, it doesn't change your odds. It's just picking the side with more odds. That's what's hard to figure out. Okay. Yeah, it's it's still two thirds to one third, no matter what, because you picked one and there's two on the other side. So it's you're just picking the two third side. Yeah. But the trick is, is they open one of those doors and make it look like it's one door versus one door. Gotcha. It makes it it kind of it kind of obfuscates the actual thing that's going on at the beginning when he asks you if you he opens one of those doors and asks if you want to switch it. You know what I'm saying? That mm. makes it feel like it's a new probability problem. When it's not a new probability problem, it's the original probability problem with just one of the doors open. Okay. Okay. This is riveting podcasting. This is this is. <laughs> yeah. No, I. You know, I. That still like m- mostly makes sense to me. I think Let's drawing it, I would probably, probably, you know, what you were trying to do by visualizing. I think that that would have it make sense more but it's like yeah but the thing about forgetting about the door that's been opened you can't right right so then changing it means that now you're making a new choice which is the only choice left right right but it's not you could still you could still just be like i'm choosing this door again Sure, you can. You could if you want to. And you still need to have and a third. Still be like, have a third. That yeah. would not be the that would not be the logical choice to make. Wouldn't be the logical thing, right? 
because the other chance would be the two-thirds. Right. Exactly. But again, like if someone came in to the studio after the other th- third door had been open and he didn't know if the third door belonged to the door number one or door number two, uh-huh. and you asked him to pick which door that, of those two doors to open, it would be a 50-50 shot for him because he would have no idea which side that third door was connected to. Mm, okay. Because one door versus one door is 50-50. Mm. That's a new problem, though. Gotcha. And if you and if you are thinking that there's no change, then you've just written off the original information that you've gotten about okay. the three things. Okay. To me, it became very clear when you talked about, like, way more things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, even still then, I, I'm let's, like... Let's look at it this way. Like, okay, let's say that there are, like... Um, what would be... Like there, there are ten boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them has a rock in it, right? And so they say, pick one of these boxes, and you pick one of these boxes, and they set it aside. And then they ask you, like, before we open the boxes or feel if there's rocks inside of them, you have a chance to stick with the one box that you picked, or you can take all nine of these other boxes, and if it's in, in any of those boxes, you win. Or you can stick in the one box that you have. Okay. So what would you do in that situation? Stick it in a different box. Wait. No, you're trying to pick which box has the rock in it. And you have a choice between the one box that you picked out of ten or the nine boxes that are remaining that you didn't pick. And you get the choice that you can stick with the box that you picked or you can go with the nine that you didn't pick. And if any of those nine have the rock in it, you win. Or if your side has the rock in it, you win. Which side are you going to pick? You would pick the nine. Obviously, it's 90% chance. If you don't have any, if you haven't been able to examine the boxes or anything like that, you know, it's 90% 90 blind chance. Right. So then they go through and they open eight of those boxes and there's no rock in it. But it's still like as you're opening those boxes, your chance is still ninety percent on that side that the the rock will be on there. Okay. It just appears to be slimmer and slimmer as you open up doors and show that there's nothing there. Okay. That's the illusion, right? Because he knows where the car is, right. and he's doing the illusion of opening the empty ones to make it appear like that side of the probability question mm-hmm. is going down, mm-hmm. right? But it's not. It's still two-thirds of the stuff is on that side. You're just aware of what some of it is at this point. Okay. So logically changing your guess because you're aware of what it's not. Doesn't doesn't matter because there's still two on one side and one on the other. So you are definitely got two-thirds chance that you're getting it. (laughs) Okay. So changing your guess doesn't matter. It's not that changing your guess makes your odds better. It just doesn't matter if you do or not. No, you have to change your you have to if you have to change your guess to have your guess be in the larger subset. Okay, I see. I see. Because the larger subset is still the larger subset even with some of the boxes open. Right. Right. But you just have better odds because you know what some of the boxes are. You have better odds no matter whether you know what it is or not. Like yeah. if 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 Monty Hall, if you came in and you like, there's three boxes, uh, there's three doors. Yeah. You pick door number one, so he's like, after you pick door number one, he doesn't open any doors, 
And he's like, you can stick with door number one, and if the car's behind that, you get it. Or you can have door number two and three, and if the car's behind either of those, you win. Which one would you do, do then? I would do two and three. Two and three. Right. Right? So that's exactly what the question, that's exactly uh, what he's asking. Other than he knows which one of the two doors on that side doesn't have a car in it. Right. So he's opening the door that has the goat. And so you still have two out of three chances on that one side, even right. though Monty Hall's I a fucker see. and open one of them. I see. That's what's the tricky thing about it. I it's see. like Monty's fucking with you That's a little crazy. bit. But he's not changing the math of it. Right, 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 right. Because the math was set up the minute you pick that one and separated it into one side having one and the other side having two. Gotcha. Now, if he opened both of the doors and showed you goats behind both of them, that would be a different story. Yeah. But he didn't do that. Right. Huh. I mean, and it's an old problem. The original one, I think, was like, you know, there's a bag that has two gold coins in it, and then there's a bag that has two silver coins in it, and then there's a bag that has a gold and a silver coin in it. Mm. And the question in that one, which still kind of messes with my brain, is like if you reach into a bag and pull out a gold coin, what's the probability that the other coin in there is gold? Uh, what's the probability? Uh, the probability is... I think it's one out of three is what I think. One out of three? Because one bag has two gold coins, right. one bag has two silver coins, right. and one bag has a gold coin and a silver coin. But if you pull out a gold coin, it means it can't be the one with two silver. It can't be the one and two. Oh. Right. So it has to be one out of two? Yeah, 50-50. Right. Yeah, I guess it would have to be 50 Because pulling one gold coin out, you automatically get rid of the silver bag. Ups, yeah, right. you do. And so you know that it's either going to be another gold or it'll be a silver. Right. And how would you know by pulling out one whether it could be silver or gold? Yeah, there'd be no way. So it would be like a one-to-one yeah. after that yeah. chance. Yeah. Okay. So that's not quite the same, but it's in that same yeah, sort of field. Same, same sort of field. twistery thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I like this stuff. This stuff is interesting. It's definitely working a part of my brain that I don't normally yeah and you need to because 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 your brain is now past the point i think it's sometimes in the mid to late 20s Mm -hmm. that the brain's elasticity starts to kind of you know the the little pineal gland starts Mm -hmm. to calcify Calcify, and all that stuff and this is the kind of thing like um learning a language or just Mm -hmm. any any of that all the different language all the different areas you can put it in but like logic puzzles crosswords music yeah music you probably don't have to worry about because that's the part that's it's calcifying around music (laughs) you know what i'm saying but like yeah the reading and the writing and all that sort of stuff it becomes more important as you get old to do it regularly absolutely you know because uh it just keeps all that shit limber yeah yeah no 100 percent. and it goes quick yeah, if no, you don't I can use already kind of feel it. Dude, like yeah. I st- I had studied for the GRE and I thought I knew my math, my basic math pretty well and then studying for this this is even simpler math than what the G um the GRE was. Mm. And fuck, I forgot. I forgot so much just over like 8 years. Right. 8 9 years. 
just so much math. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking crazy. No, you have to be doing it constantly to remember. I mean, there's, yeah. like, people whose, like, jobs are math, but then you talk to them about, like, calculus or algebra, something they don't use, they don't remember. Right, you right, know? right. Or they're like, uh, you know, I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, bizarre. Yeah, I was, um, over the past couple of days, it's been interesting. I've been hanging out with, um people who and i think this might tie into why i'm like feeling a little not like fully blue melancholy or something Uh uh-huh but like i've been hanging out with some like math people oh gotcha who are like mathy and and wholesome and into like health oh you know and into Uh like you know just like like taking care of yourself and like (laughs) they're adults Oh, well, they're adults, yeah, but it's, like, a whole family. Like, yeah, they're all, the kids are now adults, you know, they're all, like, you know, mid-20s or older or whatever, and their parents are kind of like that, too. My parents are, are, are like that as well, actually. But, you know, it's just, it's interesting being around people like that who are like, oh, you know, um, oh, I did, <laughs> oh, I did, like, kettlebells today. And they're like, oh, wow, so you're where are you sore you know and like how much what exercise did you do you know they're talking about like kettlebells and you stuff. did kettlebells no i didn't i'm just oh, saying this God, is a conversation I gonna, I was, that i heard i was gonna say no exactly like, what is going on Dude, Dude, i have i need an update about this kettlebells action no no I not haven't. that you couldn't do kettlebells no and i could but just, it just doesn't seem like your gym go-to to me no and it's not you know right. well i've done it a few times with, with jess Sure. Uh, yeah. Sure. But n- my it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, it seems like a, yeah, it's a good workout. But um, I hate it. I hate it with all my soul. To be honest. Oh, okay. It, yeah. It, it it is. It's just like taking all the soft tissue that connects your arms to your bodies and stuff. And for me, it's just like yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's tough. It's weird. Free weights, just in general. Free like, weights are rough. You know man. what I'm saying? Like they yeah. they are just not like something I super look forward to no, on no. those days. I just I really tried for many years, yeah. and I will again. But man, it's just something really inherently unpleasant about it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, but it's interesting being around uh, people like that, and um, <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm. Well, I'm not really. Like I'm just not like. It just makes me realize, like, oh, like, yeah, me, myself, for sure, At if I'm at the center of this cluster of people that I've made, created for myself, like, you know, Patty and Jeremy a little less so, but, like, you know, I've, I just realize how, like, I get mad when I hear about other people taking care of themselves. I get mad, and I'm like, why, why are you doing that? Are you doing that to piss me off <laughs> you know what i mean like why are you oh you think you're better than me oh i see how are it is. they wait now they're are they are they lording over you no. with their kettlebell they're just no. talking amongst themselves they're just displaying they're just but they're, they do it in kind of like yeah like they do it like everybody that does kettlebells does like oh i did i did that cross training today you know it's a little cross training energy no it's not even like they're projecting it out there it's like <laughs> like they'll be they're being asked what you did today and it'd be like if you asked me what i did and i was like oh i practiced guitar and you're like oh you've been working on that country stuff you know it, it reminded me of how people talk about music was the way that they were talking about like self care and health and then and stuff. me getting just outrageously angry because like you 
no, it would be like if there's Play. another person there who like, <laughs> I wish that I knew anything about music, but I don't. And I know they're talking about it and they're like educate. You know uh, what I mean? You know, and and like it just made me realize. And and so and now I'm like a little more aware that I'm having these reactions, and I'm like, God, I'm I'm a fucking. Uh, but no, I'm not trying to beat myself up about it. But I'm just like interesting, you know, because. Um, you know, yeah, they're the, they're into like health and and like being smart and good in school and sports and 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 I'm like, gosh, like that's nice, you know, that's 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 nice and wholesome, and that is, um, it's hard to be in like this uh, like sort of in between zone where I don't really wish that I had taken a different path, but like moving forward, I'd like to incorporate some of that, more of that into my life, you know. Uh, but I also see like there's also like not a lot of edge. Like I'm like I, I'm like funny. You know what I mean? Like I uh-huh. can see how the people uh-huh. in the group who like are like abuse their bodies are like also the people who are like funny to be around. Like I related to like this one dude's dad a lot. He's a big, big dude. You know sure, what I mean? sure, and, sure. Like definitely like and he, me and him were <laughs> me and him were hitting it off. You know, sure. I was like this uh-huh. guy like to have a good time, and everyone else was like, well, yes, I. I flew a plane for 30 years, and boy, they really are changing the software up there. You know, they're pilots and like and and uh, and and mathematicians and and computer engineer type folks. You know, and I'm like, in, it's just interesting. And and a part of me, it makes me feel uh, deficient mm-hmm, and or sure. inadequate, right? Because I'm comparing my completely different life to them a completely different life choices to them and um and and being all poopy pants about it a little bit like you know i'm aware enough so it's not like it's like the enemies isn't like taking over me and blinding me because i'm aware of the uh the 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 reactions in my in my brain but it's still it's like i'm like ah oh, like why why don't you just why can't you just wake up one day and be like i'm gonna take good care of myself i'm gonna be like hmm what shall I eat today? Well, uh, clearly, the correct equation, the correct solution to that equation would be like uh, six ounces of chicken, grilled, not fried, and four ounces. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, but I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, God, like, you ate like shit last night, so you don't get to eat until <laughs> tonight again. You bad, bad pig, bad pig. Who's a bad, bad pig? pig. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna you're gonna drink black coffee, and that's it for, uh, for the next six hours, and that you're gonna like it. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And uh-huh. then I'm like, eh, yeah. And then now, with that as your only fuel source, you're going to try to work through all of this stuff. You know, and it's just like I'm I'm sick of like working at this like deficit, and I I, I always like thought people like that in school were like boring and nerdy and lame you know and then i and i it, it kind of like made me mad because i'm like you're gonna die anyway you dumb bitch you're right. gonna fucking die <laughs> you're gonna die you're gonna die in a hole just like me and you're like oh i better eat i better eat this you know what oh it's like you're uh-huh, uh-huh. you're making your life shittier so what you get like 20 more years you know but now mm. but see that's that's a part of me that i'm like ugh Ugh. I, I don't understand. Like what what are you what are you ucking? I'm ucking that part of me that's like from high school 
that's like, oh, what? Like, what's the point? What's the point of taking care of yourself? We're all going to die anyway. Well, the point is is that we are all going to die, but a lot of us are going to start feeling sh- like <laughs> shit at 30, and yeah. a lot of us are going to start feeling like shit yeah. at 60. No, exactly. And you want to be one of those people that starts to feel like shit at 60. Well, I'm already a person who's starting to feel like shit at 30. You know what I mean? Because and, those, I, and that usually happens to those that had that attitude, attitude in high school. Yeah, yeah. And so uh-huh. now I'm like, it's, it's all kind of hitting me. And I'm feeling it a little bit, and I'm just yeah. like, all right. But I'm also trying not to be like a big old poopy pants McGee about it and just be like, hey, you know, you've done stuff that other people haven't done. You've had some cool times. It's all right to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I was, wasn't was uh, Well, right there is, that. and you're going to see this a lot in your life, I think, probably if you continue the way that you're going. Like, there's going to be a lot of benefits of taking the established roads and doing the established stuff mm-hmm. and um yeah like doing like the the larger sense of like take care of yourself in the way that like your father would have you take care yeah. of yourself like right. get a good professional job mm-hmm. eat right mm-hmm. you know get surround yourself with like professional people like you and good family and friends and right. you know have it very stable yeah. and go on nice vacations and do all that you know and there's a lot of nice stuff in that right for sure right um and that is a sense of like taking care of yourself but at the same time like um that ship I'm sorry, has sailed for you on a larger level. Mm -hmm. Like, you can incorporate good habits in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's possible. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to, like, punish yourself, like, and stuff like that. You can eat right in things. But, like, I don't think, I mean, you're just not going to go back to college and, like, be able to do that. It's already too late. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you got, you got, you've you've chosen your path, and it's yeah. a great fucking path. Yeah. And there's all sorts of huge bonuses to that as well. Yeah. You know, and part of like, I don't know. See those? It's it's kind of hard because like you just find yourself like all of a sudden like when you get surrounded by a bunch of people that are like that. Mm-hmm you find yourself empathically falling into their value system. Yeah. You know, as you listen to them talk and you're like, oh, I'm going to spend the evening in this world and this is the value system of this world and this is my social value in this world. (laughs) Yeah, it's very low. (laughs) Um, Or it's just... What I would suggest that you figure out how to do, like, right away Mm -hmm. um, is, like, go into that situation being like i'm a tourist of this world yeah and this is quite interesting and these natives are very peculiar you know and i love how they live on the stilt village out in the Uh middle of this fucking lake but i'm not living on the fucking stilt village out in this lake i'm flying back to fucking home and i'm gonna sleep in my fucking bed yeah you know because that's what i fucking do right and these fuckers do this but it's fun to visit you know and they're just as thrilled to see me as Mm -hmm. i am to them because i because if they fuck with my world view (laughs) like imagine what you do to them but if you come at that with confidence Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like like 
fucking A, like you're doing pretty good there and yeah. I'm on a totally different value system and I'm doing pretty good over here. Mm -hmm. And like if you kind of for a minute were to accept it, my value system, you would feel like a piece of fucking shit boring <laughs> too. Right? right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, that evens up those situations. And that's how you become like the artist that's the life of the party that mm. people that have lots of money and do normal boring things like right. to have around because they you know what i'm saying they're like the eccentric person that comes to those parties that doesn't feel bad or is a big downer or judgy or any yeah. of that shit yeah it's positive yeah you know what i'm saying like it's salvador dolly and he's got a fucking cheetah on a fucking leash yeah. you know and yeah. he's fucking spraying people with mace or whatever he's doing <laughs> but like if everybody showed up like salvador dolly like this wouldn't be a party this right. would be a fucking like milit this would be fucking horrible yeah it'd be you know what i'm saying but salvador dolly wants to be the only salvador dolly right you know yeah. he, he's not like secretly jealous of the bankers right and so you that's know? that's the thing that I'm trying to reconcile as I get into the right. second half. Learning things. good behaviors from people is different than that whole like life learning thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you got to double down on you and then steal the parts from other people that make yeah. you better. Right. Yeah. That's how you got to look at it. Definitely. Because you're already down the road, right? Yeah. So like you can treat yourself better. Yeah. And you can stop all the fucking you know death eater behaviors that you developed earlier right which you've done a lot of yeah. dropped a lot of that already right yeah no you I, know i have yeah. but um yeah you know but i mean i think that like if you do want to be healthy and happy like you got to start like sleeping right and mm -hmm. like doing a lot of that shit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying totally and um yeah, it's going to be hard. And that's what's hard again, like because you have surrounded yourself with people that aren't necessarily on that tip. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, they're not um, they're not like not on the tip. It's just like it's just different. Like and I like my people because there's more of a balance to me. Where it's like, oh, I'm not surrounded by like absolute like dumpster degenerate. You no, know what I no, mean? no, like, no, no, no. But like, it's it, no sense. <clears throat> but they're not. Um, but they're not around for that that side of things. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't you haven't chose your friends friends because like I love jogging and he loves jogging. So right. like we jog and yeah. now we're friends because we jog together yeah. or we both like golf. Yeah. Or that sort of thing. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you have like a different level of like connection with those people and like they're going to be on their own. They may love to work out, but they're not going to work out with you and they're not right. going to like work out on your terms and they're right. not going to do hardly fucking anything on your terms right. because they're not those kind of fucking people. Right. They're not the nice like get along, do what I'm told kind of people yeah. because that's the other group. Right. That you're mad at. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> right. yeah, it's just not who they're going to be. Right. You know, and they're going to think you're weird if you work out, and they're going to think you're weird that you not work out. You know, right, like, right, it's right. just like, so you got to just do what you're going to do. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. No, hmm. I, I think that it's just kind of like gotten stuff just all rustled up inside. And, yeah. But you do have, you have surrounded yourself in a, um, 
situation and a social circle where that is not um, valued as much. You know, right. the conversations don't come to that sort of thing. Um, and it probably will more as people like to get the same realization that, oh, shit, I got to start taking care of myself because, yeah. like, the fat is not going away after I just stop eating for a couple of weeks. You right, know, like, right. it's it's bad or the arthritis yeah. is bad or whatever it is. Like, and they'll start getting to talk. I mean, I remember when that happened in, like, the late 30s for my friend group. Like, mm-hmm. everybody started, like, exercising again and worrying about what they're eating and right, right. all that shit, you know. Um, so it's it's coming, you know, but, like, you're just not going to get – to a social group that um, you're not going to get kudos for it in the way that they were getting kudos at the party for yeah. like talking, being able to write we're like, oh, we both do kettlebells. Yeah. You know, so like, who we yeah. are, we're a thing. Yeah. We, we got like a thing together yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like you may, it, it may happen, but you're going to find fewer and fewer workout freaks at your parties. Yeah. And if they do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in rock and roll, in rock and roll singers and entertainers are are supposed to, yeah, he's kind of like the first wave of people that really acknowledge the fact that they dieted and worked out. Right. Because you're supposed to be effortlessly cool. Right. It's not supposed to be, you're not supposed to really try for any of it other than like practicing your instrument or whatever but you do that because like you have to right but like all that being in shape and like looking good and taking care of yourself and all that stuff like that just kind of you know what i'm saying that's how i am man yeah right no they like the punks the punks want you to believe that they wake up with like six inch fucking liberty spikes and they're not in the fucking bathroom for three hours before they go to the mall trying yeah. to look just right yeah totally but they don't want to you know what i'm saying but they yeah. don't they would never be like oh fuck i would you know i'll spend money time in the bathroom motherfucker right. you know like that's not the shit about anything right yeah. except for my fucking hair except session my hair spray took <laughs> three hours right what product do you use in your hair oh yeah i use this product it's yeah you get them all together and that's what they fucking talk about yeah it's and it, it, it but it's supposed to be effortless right Right, but it's, it's weird, just, it's just, thing. it's weird. It's weird, uh, it's weird, oxymoron thing, or, you know, it's like the thing with uh, consuming a finished piece of entertainment is like, it's not even that they're trying to hide it from you, but it's just not a part of it. You know, it's say, not say part, again, say like consuming that. like a Led Zeppelin live, you know, in 70 whatever, like watching a live video of, of rock stars or something. Uh-huh, let's say. Uh-huh, sure. This finished piece. You got the music, you got the image, you got everything. You got the crowd there. It's just like in this little neat box. Oh, yeah. And it's not like they're necessarily like hiding what they maybe needed to do, like cocaine or whatever, in order to make that happen like crippling heroin addiction or whatever to make it happen. Right. But it's just not part of the discussion or it's not part of the art. Or if it is, it's like obfuscated of like, oh, the sweet honey that I got a drink, you know, or something like that. And you're like, oh, is, he, is he talking about honey? You know, I don't know. <laughs> and so it's not like a, a front and center thing. You see what I'm saying? It's it's not um, part of the discussion it's it's something that but they're not also necessarily you know trying to hide it it's like a lie of omission you know what i mean right where right. you're like well I, you know if you ask me i'd be like yeah i don't really eat that's how i stay skinny you know and you're like oh 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or I, or I, or I run and I exercise and I do yoga yeah. constantly or yeah. whatever it is. You but know, they're just or, not or saying that. You know, or you can like, or I have like severe mental illness and I'm just kind of right. pulling it together for the show right yeah. now. You yeah. know, that sort of thing. That yeah. also happens. Sure. You know, and. Yeah, you know, you very much are in that business of getting that distilled three or four minutes in a row that just makes you look fucking cool or sound yeah. cool or just be this this thing that is kind of like extra human. Right. And um, all artists kind of do that. You know, they just distill their shit into this, just this smaller thing. Yeah. yeah. And then socially they try to emulate that thing to each other as the artist yeah. mm -hmm. and in, in a very annoying annoying way mm -hmm. and the people mm -hmm. i've always liked have always just been like regular people that can also yeah. do the art thing right yeah yeah you know but there's a lot of folks that try to distill that and there's a lot of folks that are the boring fucking workout fuckers mm -hmm. that do the same thing mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they're picking the hour out of their day that they are not being a total piece of fucking shit right. and they're talking about that yeah, yeah, yeah i mean we know people well enough um like from the from the store <laughs> from the store <laughs> okay, and stuff right. that you <laughs> could that you could probably bring up a, up a conversation with them and they would talk your fucking ear off about uh, working out sure. and good lifestyle choices and mm -hmm. all of that shit. Yeah. And they are fucking driving from that conversation directly to a fucking um, Dutch brothers yeah. and getting the fucking king-size Slurpee yeah. fucking puppy. And down in that with a dozen donuts and then they're going to go cry themselves to sleep. Right, yeah. You know, but they can rally real well for that bit. Mm -hmm. And there's artists that can rally for a little, like for a party or for a show, and they can just shine for that right. show, and then they go home and crash. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and those people are, I don't know, I'm annoying. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I think I'm just a little socially fucking drained as well. A little drained. Well, I think you're socially out of practice too, probably. I am, yeah. And that's another thing that I realize that kind of like, you know, like, eh, it's fine, but I'm just a little. And, you know, you're also like kind of in the girlfriend zone. And mm -hmm. this happens when you kind of like a girlfriend in the sense that you're kind of like your social, you know, your antenna doesn't really go down really, but mm -hmm. it's not quite as sharp. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's not like that. Mm, you know the glow of possibility on the horizon every time mm. you go to some sort of party even right. like a family party or something you yeah. know what i'm saying like i'm loose and ready to you know yeah. who knows where this could lead i'm right. ready for and you're like well i know if it if it leads there i'm not going to go there because right. i'm well, doing I this i can't go that yeah, way sure you yeah. know like it, you're kind of like it's a different yeah it's a different thing yeah you know and absolutely um, yeah. that changes it that's always changed it for me mm -hmm. not necessarily in a bad way but um no it's not it's not a bad way it makes it way easier to stay home and work on your shit yeah definitely you know if you just feel like, like there's the not responsible like, thing to do most of the time you know? right yeah so. you know i mean like if i do like go out and just be crazy even if i don't like hook up with somebody and, and like then really fucking get in trouble mm -hmm. like you know if i go and i just am a drunk dumbass then she's going to be like you're a drunk dumbass right you know and mm -hmm. that's not fun either it's not good yeah yeah and so you just kind of play everything through that better half of yours yeah and it changes it a little yep, bit totally absolutely 
Oh, well, I thanks, Craig. I feel better. I feel yeah, better. No, it is like it's just claiming your power. Yeah. That's what it is. And I did a pretty good job, I would say, of doing that. Oh, I'm that, sure. You know, I'm sure. Like being the tourist. Like that's a good way to put it. You know? Right. Like, yeah. You're just like, huh. Like, what's that like? So you're a pilot. Whoa. 35 years? So what? Is, so are there computers taking over the planes now, too? And he's like, oh, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. I'm like, no way. You know? And you get to fly. And and he's just like, what do you do again? You know? And I'm like, oh, this is music stuff. You wouldn't. You know, and they, some of them will ask me about like my project. Like, so what's your band name? And I'm like, well, Grim Salvo. And they're like, you can tell they're like putting it together. Like, oh, like that sounds mean, <laughs> you know, or something. It sounds like it's not like fucking oh the Isley Brothers or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, I don't know. We'll just say like I'm, I'm um, projecting though too. It is, it is what it is. I need to get better at just being like, yeah, it's this, it's this, you old bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of it, you old bitch. How do you like that? How does it taste? I want to hear you say it. Say Grim Salvo. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like saying it. You know, I need to get more like that. Oh, I still. <laughs> no, but I don't. I'm like, Grim Salvo. Yeah. Yeah, we might. Um, what's like... the name of your production company? 33 marrow there you go yeah just say well my production company's name's 33 marrow and then there's several bands that work underneath that yeah. label yeah um the the most successful one currently is named grim salvo yeah no it's damn it you're right that sounds so good i was just like oh fuck i don't want yo dude we just do lots of sick shit yeah we just do don't worry don't worry about it granny all right you wouldn't understand we do lots of sick shit it's hard to fully explain all the sick shit that i do so why don't we just skip over this you know what do you what do you do what do you do granny what do you do granny and then i go back to my food No, I'm just kidding. I don't. What's your job, Granny? Uh, dude, and there was one other guy there who I could like get on this humor level with, you know? Because I'm like, ah, my humor. I'm like, it's dark. It's fucked up. They were all mm-hmm. talking about yearbooks. At the end of the like at that game night, they were like talking about yearbooks, and they're like, well, I would write hags. Like, did you ever write hags in your yearbook? And I'm like, oh, you called you called your friends hags? They're like, no, it stands for Have a Great Summer. I was like, oh, because like I, I definitely wrote like, you're a fucking piece of shit, Daryl, <laughs> you know, like in people's yearbooks, I drew like dicks and stuff and like, and like the, the dad, he was la- he was like, ah, that's pretty funny. And I was like, I know, because it's like, uh, yeah, no, it, I didn't write appropriate things yeah, in people's, yeah, no. I wrote appropriate shit and then, you know, so, and that I could tell was funny to people. They're like, whoa, ho, ho, like. You know, but I'm like, but it's like, it's it was like with my friends and shit, because it's like, I know I'm I'm about to we're about to get out of the last day of school, and I'm gonna like go over to your house and oh yeah, I'll sign your yearbook, being like, you're a fucking, you, you smell, <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Being yeah, like funny. Um, but I just realized that kind of sense of humor. A lot of people are like, like that's mean, or it just it doesn't like occur to them or something you know no they're um yeah they're just kind of judgy lame mpc kind of people you know i mean 
they're not bad. No, no, no. They're not. They're just they're just like it's just not in the realm of like behavior that they would you know, like yeah. that they would assume that anyone would do. Right. You know, um yeah. they just don't have a sense of humor. Yeah, that really that you know, like that's that's a lot of it. You know, there are a lot of people out there that just don't <sighs> They're like, why? Why would you say such a thing? You and they know? laugh. They laugh at stuff. Though. They do. You know, they they do. They do yeah. find things funny. Yeah. But they have no sense of humor. Right. They would never think to do that themselves, or like they. It just doesn't work on like their humor is very like um, fall down jokes <laughs> and yeah. like, yeah, like Will Ferrell's like too brainy for him. It's that that Whoa. it's like that sort of thing, yeah, you know, funny. where they just like goofiness yeah. and cuteness, kind yeah. of comedy sort of thing, and anything yeah. that goes into that sarcastic mode, right. yeah. like is is pretty dark and evil. Like they don't right. have like that part of their brain that like savors that sarcasm. Yeah. They've never had a friend that's like, "Hey, dumbass," <laughs> yeah, you know, like, right. "How's it going, dumbass?" Yeah. You know. Nice to ma- nice of you to make it to work today. Yeah. You know, to <laughs> yeah. just being a fucking dick. Yeah. You know, and like that's a sign of endearment. Right. It means that okay, we're now close enough that I can be kind of a fucking prick yeah. to you, and you can be a prick to me. Right. And we get it. We'll be fine. Yeah. Right. Um, but people don't. Yeah, there's a lot of folks that just don't ever get to that point at all. Yeah. And. Um, they may have like one friend that they're just, you know, you have those people that are like, wait till you meet my crazy friend. You know, yeah. they're just like these boring people and they're like, wait till you meet this person. Yeah. And they have like this relationship, like you're a bitch, you know, they'll right. say that to the crazy yeah. friend and then the other friend will say that back to him. And like, right. isn't that crazy right, that right, we right. can do that? That's why we're so close. You're like, yeah. bitch, I do that with like, it's like all my friends. All my yeah. friends are kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know, and I think that the age sounds like it was part of it too, because they sound like kind of the like stuffy, my stuffy contemporaries, yeah. or even a little older than they were, me. They were, quite a few of them were a little bit older, and, and that then, is, it's a different deal. Yeah, like, things changed in '71, baby. I'll yeah. tell you what, but like, I it, got a, I got a solid Prince Andrew joke in there. <laughs> and I made one of them laugh. She was like, "Oh!" I was like, "Yeah, he's a creep, right?" You know. And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. Because we were talking mm. about like the royal family. I was like, "Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Sure is sad. <laughs> you know. I wonder if Prince Andrew will get back in there. You know." So who were these people again? They were your friend, the family friends, family. Yeah. Okay. So it's like my mom growing up had a best friend. They grew up together. Me and Alina were like born around the same time. Okay. Our younger siblings were born around the same time. They were like pregnant pregnant together. They grew up together. My mom and dad moved to to Oregon from California. And okay. then they kept like visiting each other. Sure. So we like grew up with them, all this sort of stuff. Then uh, mom passed away from cancer. Okay. It's real sad. Uh-huh. My mom's... Uh, Alina's godmother, you know. Okay. And so she's she moved here. Oh, gotcha. You okay. know, and like stayed with my parents for a while. Gotcha. She okay. Was, uh, okay. Getting, she's a, and this is the pilot is her her uncle. That's her, her dad's uncle. brother. 
brother. Her uncle. Okay. Yeah. So that's why you had not met him before. Right. There was a bunch okay. of people I hadn't met, and I was like trying uh, to get. Okay. I forgot. Like, oh, I'm I'm shitty at meeting people again. God damn it. You know. Yeah. Where I, you're like standing next to someone that you haven't met, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Just say, just be like. Hello, my name's Spencer. Hello, my name's Spencer. It's going to be awkward. And then you finally, you know what I mean? You finally do it. You're like, hey, I'm Spencer. I know. No, I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. What I, do you do? I, don't, I don't do that anymore. No, I'm very, I'm very like, but I've been like trained. No, totally. You know, like, so that's, I that's, used to be good at it. I yeah. used to be just be like, yeah, oh, I, I don't know you. I think you probably still are good I'm at decent, it. decent, but I was just like, oh, I'm feeling what. People, anxious. Feeling yeah, anxious. Feeling anxious. Yeah. Huh. No, I don't know. Maybe there's more going on to it in general. Then I, I just it, you just sound like you were kind of a nervous kid at that thing. Yeah, well, it kind of yeah. sounds like yeah, because you're not bad at introducing yourself to people. Um, no. I think you could like you, I mean, like you could go to a couple months of finishing school as far as like yeah. how to like talk to people about your stuff and to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that sort of thing. You yeah. know, more of a professional um, environment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've not been to a lot of fancier parties, you know, or like business tile parties. Yeah. And you desperately need to, like, learn some of those sort of behaviors. Right. Have you ever thought about, like, joining, um, like, a Toastmasters club or something like that? You brought this up before. No. Yeah. I've never, like, seriously considered it, but. It would probably be fucking really good for you to do yeah. that for a few, yeah. um, few times. Yeah. It wouldn't take much. Yeah, I mean, because not like you're, you're. It's not like you're socially incompetent, right? You know, no, you're just... you're just trying to figure out another. It's like trying to learn. I that's when play... you like, all right, I make a toast. No, well, it's that, and then they 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 they, they give speeches and they talk mm-hmm. to each other and like you know, it's it's um, it's just learning how to be more verbose and generally um, it is a lot of speaking in front of people, mm-hmm. you know, but it is also like this interchanging of um. I don't know, like manners and yeah. etiquette and um, just decorum yeah. in public. Yeah. No, I think since I'm going through some changes, like internally, it changes how I'm interfacing with the world. And so I used to be able to, like, I never had a problem with any of it. Speak in front of class, put me up, like, do it, do all that stuff. Say whatever to anybody. Hey, what's going on? I'm Spencer. But there would be, like, this whole, like, thing of, like, like, Life kind of sucks. This is all bullshit, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a, you know, like a whole thing that kept me right. safe. You know, right? And it's and it, it's like a mask. It was a persona sure. because I'm afraid of judgment. I need you to think that I don't give a shit, but I really do. You know, right? And so now that right. I'm like, oh, I've been operating with this like sort of mask for so long. I'm sick of it. I want to show people who I, I really am. But now I'm like, ah, oh, who I really am is like a still kind of a nervous kid, you know, a lot of the time, like well-intentioned, but kind of like, ner- you know, nervous. yeah, yeah. I think, I think, well, part of it, you're trying to lose the, lose the mask because that is like a self-defeating sort of deal after a while. Yeah. And you've now matured into a part of your life that you are doing a thing that's way easy to explain when you're 23, mm-hmm. and it's less easy to explain when you're 29, 30. Right. And um, even though you can explain it in a way that would make sense to the average person, because yeah. like you're doing it and you're supporting yourself doing it. Yeah. Right. So like you can explain it, but you're coming at it 
um, that's why you feel like a nervous kid is because if you're not careful and if you're not like almost overly confident about yeah. it, gotta be overly confident. you are going to get put in that box. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And if you let them do that at all. Right. But if you don't let them do that, then you're above all of it. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's so funny because like I, w- I wish I had Patty's energy when he and I are just like alone and he's talking to me about how stoked he is about our music shit. Right. You know? Right. He's like, just the future is just so amazing. I'm so glad that we are who we are now and that we've been through what we've been through. And here we are and we fucking made it and we've worked so hard and we deserve it, you know? Yeah. And I've never doubted it for a second. And I'm just like, I hear all that stuff and my instinct is to be like, yeah, it's all about to fall apart though. So you should fucking stop saying that, you <laughs> fucking dumbass, you know? Uh, but, you know, like, it, and but that's stupid. I, I I want, I'm jealous of his positivity, and I wish I could take it, internalize it, and project it out onto other people, you know. But it's more of, it's like, I, I'm struggling with it. And it's like, I, you well, know. Well, well the, the problem is, is that you're not going to do it like Patty's going to do it. You're going to do it like you do it. Right. And you're going to do it in a way that is going to also... Most of your pitches are probably also going to have like the dark, bad side of it kind of wrapped into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you have to get to the point that you're weighing all of it adequately in your brain. You know what I mean? Like where you're not just automatically defaulting to the negative ending, you know? And because there's a lot of exciting stuff that's going on. Like. Oh, he's right. I mean, like, Currently. And I, yeah, I know he's right. And I'm like, fuck, like, that's, that's sick. And for whatever reason, I just get like, like, but also uh, that type of, that type of attitude's not going to fly in the circle that you're talking about either, because they're going to be like, oh, it's just a dumb kid. This is super excited about their thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? you got to come at it like, well, you know, I've got the, I've got, I've got this and it's going quite well, but we all know that like. Like a pop music career is not like a lifetime thing, right. and that's why we've got the production company and all our our hands and all these other things that we're working on. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. So it's not like I'm not realistic about how we can, but this is this is definitely a new music genre that can that can be leveraged. Right. Yeah. You know, and say something like that where it's not over the top because you're going to feel weird if you're trying to get all super excited and stoked about it. Um, but if you're appropriately positive about the and realistic about the things that are good, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't undersell yourself there, and then you can come across with like a level head that you're not like, you know, totally yeah. in dreamland. Yeah, people will be like, okay, this dude's like legit. Yeah, he's like got his head on and yeah. he's doing his own thing. And what yeah. can how can I judge that? Right, I, I, they will be they will be jealous of that. Right. If you explain it right, they would all be jealous. Right. This guy doesn't have to fly the plane every day. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's got to fly you, a different plane. You though, don't, the but they, they, they don't understand that. Yeah, totally. In the same sense that you don't understand how fucking mind-numbingly boring their fucking kettlebells and plane flights are. <laughs> And you just see the good parts about, oh, look at the great clothes and the cool car and the nice wife and the cool vacation to Tahiti and all the fancy conversations that they're having. 
you know, and you get all of that, that looks great. Yeah. And if they took only the, the top 15% of your life uh-huh. and looked at that, they would think, fuck, yeah. dude, that's a great life. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. So you got to present that. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all about the 80 20 rule. Yeah. You've lived in Portland your whole life, so it's a, but you've got to put, you've got to put 80% of your effort into your top 20% of stuff. Yeah. And that's 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 for everything. We should you should you should put like you're gonna get eighty per, you're gonna get eighty percent of your production out of your top twenty percent of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. That's how it's broken down. Yeah. Just... And that's it. That's yeah. just yes. That's just it. So like you gotta focus on that top twenty. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that we've done enough learning. I think we have I think today. We, we did logic. We have an episode. Some, yeah. It's, it's a nice it's a nice length fuck yeah it's a it's a it's a respectably respectably healthy Caucasian episode. length <laughs> Caucasian length of an episode yes alright good alright so we'll just um, we'll just leave you all to f- go find us on um, Patreon and give us a bunch of money and um, we will uh, talk to y'all another day we love you bye bye Discuss the Universe is recorded in the IDTU studios located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.